Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 Vaccine Show, the number one COVID-19 vaccine show podcast in the world. I think when we started this, Dr. Hayden, we never thought that it was going to become the most popular topic in the world, a vaccine. We thought, okay, but it's pretty much the top t- hot topic every day. There's commercials on it and everything. So I'm excited to welcome to Dr. Mark Hayden. Don't you agree, Dr. Mark? I mean, it's amazing to see the growth and being the number one show for the for COVID vaccines. It's huge, especially where this is going to be going on for a while. How are you? I'm doing great. And uh, what I find refreshing is that many of the community physicians and community medical personnel are educating themselves. That's a huge advancement. And they're not getting all their information from a CDC soundbite. And intelligent people that are medical professionals, they will get their information from reputable sources from around the world. And they, uh, I encourage my medical colleagues to discuss and debate, to learn. And that's, that's what, that's what they have done for all these years. The other great breakthrough is that the FDA is really beginning to take control over the vaccine issue. Yes. The CDC was an emergency protocol. They did not in the CDC have enough protections against conflict of interest. The FDA, when they came in, the reason they scaled back is the FDA had given out billion dollar drug deals for 20 years. They had much more protections against uh, corruption, against having a handful of doctors make decisions for 100 million people. So I think that you know, if we believe in a society that's open, that has intelligent people in our midst, then we de- believe in debate. We don't believe in, in silencing debate. We believe in discussion. Okay. So, so let's, and that's the great thing, the discussion. So I have questions that were answered. Here's one, first one. I, and these aren't, this isn't viewer mail. This is stuff I've been hearing on stages. If you have a loved one who's vaccinated against COVID and you're unvaccinated, can, can they spread the virus more easily to you? Okay. Let me try to explain that to you in a minute or less. When you have an IM vaccine, intramuscular, that does not establish a mucosal protection. Most, when you think of immunity, think of two different systems. A mucosal system that covers your mucosa, which is your mouth and intestinal tract, Your intestinal tract has a very large surface area. And also think of a separate systemic immune system. You know, we have different houses of Congress. We've got a Senate and a, and a, uh, and a you know, we have the, the House and the Senate. So the, the, they're still part of your immune system, but your mucosal system is different from your systemic system. Now, when the vaccines originally came out, what you heard about was serum antibody response. You remember that? They're going to marry you with their serum antibodies, and they're going to go with Moderna and Pfizer because of the serum antibodies. That was great news at the time, and that was used to promote those. Right. What was not really 100% proven 
but was well postulated and, and was assumed by many that were intelligent. Now, I, I, I'm not all that intelligent, but I, I did said the same thing before it ever was proven, is that just because you get an IM vaccine doesn't mean that you develop surface mucosal defense. So that when people were vaccinated IM, they could still be very positive in their mouth. Now, I have seen people that were vaccinated and traveled in the same car for eight hours with other people that were vaccinated. Everybody else turned positive in their mouth that was vaccinated, and they did not. But here's the good news. The good news is if they were exposed and did not turn positive and they inhaled and had a large dose exposure, it is highly likely that that person already had a mucosal exposure. That's what caused them to have a mucosal defense. When Pfizer and Moderna came out, they never said you would have a mucosal defense. Those words were never used. They, that wasn't false advertising. Right. Now you would get on the TV show and somebody on me, major media would be hyping the vaccine and making all these unrealistic promises. Right. But, but that's unrealistic promises. Technically, CD, Moderna and Pfizer did not illegally hype their vaccine. Other people illegally hyped it, but, but that's not M Pfizer and Moderna. They weren't Pfizer and Moderna employees. So can that, are you more likely if you had the vaccine to pass it on to others than someone, than someone who does I not? I would not say that it increases your likelihood. It you does. can still do it if you do not have a mucosal ah, exposure. Ah, okay. so, so that's again a thing that's exactly. the falsehood of, I guess, fake news, right? Dr. Mark, you're taking science, well, you're looking yes. at science. Originally, the argument was, originally the media told people, get an IM vaccine and you won't have to wear a mask. That's not true. You have to wear a mask as long as you're potentially contagious. Right. And as long as most of the community is unexposed to a potentially dangerous virus. Fortunately, most people have already had some exposure. The number of unexposed people is way, way down. Okay. Far, far, far less. Yes. Okay. All right. So another question, is the vaccine really the big push is the, to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated? Is the vaccine really dangerous to your health? You know, the amount of side effects depends on that particular person. Okay. Like now, of course, that, that statement by itself is a problem because these vaccines... One vaccine does not fit all age groups and all immunities. And that's really what the FDA said. Let's just look at the FDA. You know, I've said a lot of negative things in the last year and a half about the CDC. I've said yeah. some nice things. I like their, their wastewater sewage system surveillance program. But I have said negative things about the CDC. I admit it. Okay, but I've said some nice things. But the FDA did a very prudent thing. What they said is, on vaccine boosters older than 65, people at high risk. That is a moderate tempered statement. They didn't say everybody, every man, dog and ch child and cat and your dog, even though it now turns out what tigers and other animals in the zoo can actually share COVID. So we're not gonna go COVID vaccinate everything in the zoo. Uh, and we won't be giving booster shots at least sane people won't be giving booster shots to, to two-year-olds, okay? So there, there's a lot of things that 
will be more tempered and more rational now that the FDA has taken over. Okay, so the FDA is going to look at things. And what has the FDA found regarding side effects? What they found is, and they did not go into detail, we don't have one of the problems with, we didn't have a three-hour press conference by the FDA when it discussed boosters. You get a little two or three or four, maybe a one, one two page. What would have been really nice is to have the 16 experts that, or 15, the multiple experts. I believe they had more than, I hope they had more than a dozen. Right. All give their opinion on the record, have it recorded in public in front of Congress when they make those recommendations. That's appropriate. That way, when somebody makes a stupid recommendation, it follows them. They right. have to live with what they said, right? I mean, isn't right. that fair? But yeah, so, but at any rate, their rationale, and, and let me explain that to you. As you get older, your immune system gets slower. The very slowest immune systems are more vulnerable to mass and multiplication and complications. That's why older people and people that are immune compromised have the most advanced cases of COVID, even in the first wave. Right. So younger people will have better, faster responses. And because of their better, faster responses, those people are, that are younger may be more sensitized to repeat of, uh, side effects from repeated doses of IM vaccines for COVID. Meaning they'll cause more problems for younger people. Yes. So the number of, of the risk of complications for the young goes up. Yes. And the benefits for the young are down because they're not in the high risk group. So then that's so, the natural, that's immunity, right. natural immunity of getting COVID, either swallowing COVID or God forbid, getting it through. And for God's sakes, we are against inhaling COVID people. We do not, you know, inhaling COVID can no, damage not, your lungs. not a good idea. Damage no. Don't do it. No, because, do it. because you don't know. It's That's not right. one size fits all. So based on what you're saying is the COVID-19 vaccine, the mRNA vaccines, one or two shots, you're not taking a huge chance, but it depends Absolutely. on your health. But if you're asking for a booster and continued shots over shot after shot, if you are in a good health healthy conditions are not morbidly obese or have pre-existing conditions or have the or 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 over 65 it's not worth getting the shot unless you're mandated to which is sad so here goes the next question based oh, on, on Austria, i want to i, I want to clarify that pfizer and moderna had a great application when there was no prior exposure because they, they would and did reduce the number of severe infections in the elderly at risk population. Okay. However, once it wears off because it's not a natural infection. It's, it's and so when you have your booster, your boosters occur after you probably had multiple waves of COVID in your community. You are much more likely to have had a natural infection already. And the number of known infections doesn't match the number of accidental infections that were never diagnosed. Got it. Okay, so really, is there anything wrong today with somebody who, if somebody was a hermit in Alaska, 
Right. Should they get a, and they decide to rejoin society in America and they haven't seen anybody in two years. Mm-hmm. Should they get Pfizer and Moderna? Yes. And she, actually, I would say that if somebody was 50 years old and they've been in a cabin in Alaska for two years without any contact, living off frozen food that had never been contacted by it. anybody, so that is an ideal person. So, so, so as you're not one of those doctors out there that's anti-vaccine, rather I you not, take no. hydroxychloroquine or the, uh, these or, things or, have their or, place. Or ivermectin, because you're taking a chance. Because each person, let me tell you, your your physician should be involved in your medical decisions. One right. size does not fit all. all because no, you, you, it, the, 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 sometimes the side effects are worth yes the chances he, of dying. Right, yes. because certain people, 65 or over pre-existing, the same thing as the first wave. So based on that, the mandates of the vaccine, let's first go with, I got, I'm going to go with Australia. The ridiculousness of Australia making everyone become vaccinated and, or you will not be able to participate in certain activities. It's basically you have a passport kind of like it's happening in New York City. This is detrimental, isn't it? Because of the fact of, some people's health and really shouldn't have the vaccine, correct? Let's talk about Australia in a broader sense. Australia has some very restrictive mandates that are controlled by the central government. One of the things that you should know is that Australia joined the Australia, UK, US nuclear pact to get nuclear submarines. And this increases the risk of nuclear attack on the people of Australia. It is true that perhaps during the whole pandemic in Australia, less than 1%, maybe a little more than 1% or less than 1% may or may not have died from COVID in the last year and a half. But they're in a nuclear war exchange with China once Australia becomes a nuclear player, they should expect 5, 10, 15, 20, 25% of their population to be nuked. Wow. So is the government of Australia centralizing their authority? Yes. They didn't have a popular vote on whether to go with the US nuclear submarines. And for whatever reason they decided, they decided that centrally. I'm not the one who can say, was that a good idea? Was that a bad idea? There are things going on in the world where power is being very centralized. Now, when we talk about vaccines, what's different about that is you, you, Neil, and 99% of our viewers don't care about nuclear packs in Australia. Yes. They They do care about their body. And it's your body and it should be your choice and it should be your opportunity to discuss with your doctor. These so things doc- are not just, these things are about freedom and choice. So doctor, choice, research, all that. Okay, so yes. what do you have for us today that we share screen? Okay, look, let's talk about, let's talk about, um, you know, first of all, this article comes from, from, from uh, Zero Hedge. I look at Zero Hedge which is an American-based website. Tyler Durden's an American. I don't conform to everything he says, but I don't conform, agree with anything, any, everything anybody says. Now, uh, he brings out the fact is that natural immunity 
really creates a conflict. Because even Fauci said that if you've had a natural infection, why should somebody get vaccinated? They've already had the best exposure they could get. And yet Fauci doesn't want to answer the question because it makes him put look at odds with the rest of the community that wants a very simple answer. The people that centralize power want very simple answers so they can control everybody with a simple Vaccine, answer. just like President Biden yes. just did, yes. just did the, ba- the booster live on TV. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you now- know, now here's what I would say with Biden, with, uh, uh, I, I, he, I, he's President Biden, I'll call him, with, with Biden. Is it reasonable to ask people to be immunized if they're going to encounter a dangerous virus or might spread a dangerous virus? Yes. But if they have already had exposure, if they've had a natural infection, should you require those people to get vaccinated as well? That's insane. How do you you get that test? How do you do that? Are there antibodies? You know, now here's our problem. The CDC should have developed many tests to assess. And they've had a year and a half. They had hundreds of billions of dollars. Why not test? Guess what? Because they're playing their little political game. But, but isn't other countries testing a ton that are doing a lot better than we are? You know, COVID? the only way I know of right now to test whether you, Neil, let's just, can we talk about you on, on the air? Yes. If I wanted to know for sure whether Neil Haley has a natural COVID defense, here's how I can do it, Neil. I can give you a huge whopping dose of live virus. And if it doesn't grow, if it grows out in your stool, then guess what? In a large titer, a large stool count, guess what? You had never seen it before. Somehow you just managed to never get exposure. But if the, your overall dose in your stool, if the overall amount that grows out in your intestines is very low, then you've already developed an immunity to it. We need to develop ways based on the intestinal tract and the mucosa yes. for accurately measuring mucosal defenses. Yes. These vaccines should be measured not on their serum response, not on serum antibodies, but on mucosal defense. Okay, so and how that, can we do, yes. so, so we have to figure out how you can do that. So creating almost a test that you will swallow yes. live virus. Do you think you could get people in the United States to do this? It'll be legal. And you know, if you could take a test and prove that you're immune already, then you should be able to say, I'm not getting a vax because I'm already immune. Got it. Now, if you've had a natural infection and you had proof of it because it grew on your tongue and it was a reliable count, not a you know 500 count or a regular 35 count, then yes, you should be able to say, yes, guess what? I was positive. I had a natural infection. I don't need a vaccine. So the article, is this just basically talking about the danger of natural immunity to get the whole movement of the vaccine? Yeah, what, yes. What they're talking about is once society, here's a problem for the U.S. government. If the U.S. government dug into the position, and it did, that vaccine, and for the, for the Biden administration, vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. Vaccination is the only answer. If that turns out not to be the only answer, that will affect the, av- the views of the average American, not just about the vaccine, 
but about Biden and about the central government. It's already happening. Yes. So people will get to the point that they do not trust the CDC. They won't trust the White House. Now, hey, things got so bad in January, they were having, having friggin' riots in Washington, D.C. Yeah. That was a symptom of people that cannot trust their own government. Now, one of the problems is our government and the different health departments have wonderful employees. Yes. We have honorable, honest integrity in many, many, many CDC employees and many, many uh, federal employees and many, many state employees. Right. And, and we have wonderful physicians, but they took your physician away from you. And he was the person you trusted, your exactly. nurse, your doctor. He was the one you trusted. And instead they substitute somebody in Washington who is nothing but a sock puppet for the political forces in Washington. That's not the way healthcare is supposed to run. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. based on that, this is basically telling us the danger of the, 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 the U.S.'s push for vaccinating. 98%, you're saying, is the gold pouch, yes. Yes. Now look at this last statement down here. At this point, it is embarrassing for the regime to admit what actual scientific inquiry has shown that natural immunity is generally superior to receiving the vaccine. Do we have, the research came from Israel, right? Is that Israel and the UK? No, let me tell you, the research is coming from all over the place. There's all kinds of studies now that are showing that natural immunity is better than vaccine. You know, if I titled that for YouTube today, I would get stri strike two, Mark. So that's that not because YouTube. That's why people should not watch YouTube. They should not watch Facebook. They should go to podcasts that are independently owned, like the COVID-19 vaccine show, and listen to the truth, because the truth will not come through YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these controlled by the mainstream media and big pharma, right? Is that correct? Yes. We need to have the marketplace of ideas. You know, there was a uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes was a Supreme Court justice. And he said that the marketplace of ideas is where people get to have free speech and allow ideas to come out to you. If you like those ideas, you can adopt them. If we live in a fascist country where those with capital, with the big money and the big political right. ties, get to stop all dissent, you're just living in a, in a, in a uh, tyrant state, state of a, this is no democracy, it's no freedom. That's right. All right. So always you close out with a, a final, final word. Um, I want to, while I've got you here, I'm going to extend this five more minutes. Okay, sure. And I'm going to go back. Let me go back to the, uh, to my screen, my screen where I'm sharing. Okay. And let's go to this. Let's share this. Okay, you see this oil and Nova yeah. hit Clinton. All right, if you're going to name a title of this, then put this title up. This, because it's going on at least in Israel, probably won't be banned because there's so many friends of Israel in the media. Okay, 
I, I honestly, we had a room last night in Clubhouse, yesterday in Clubhouse. YouTube's banning everything that's not pro-vaccine mRNA off of YouTube. It's crazy. You know, if you look at this Oramed vaccine, they're going to do oral, they're going to do an oral vaccine that's primarily targeted against the intestines. Uh, and it's going to be multi, and it's as close to a natural, actual infection as you can get without being a natural, actual infection. Now, let me tell you one of the problems with doing live vaccine. How do you patent it? Nobody's going to get rich off so, of it. So are you going to be able to utilize it at all, your vaccine or not? You know, I think that eventually as education grows, and I don't think, you know, the Confederacy could not keep slaves ignorant forever. They right. eventually, the slaves in the Confederacy, they learned to read and write. And that some of the ones that were smarter actually left the Confederacy. Right. Good for them. Okay. But uh, even today, the people will not remain stupid forever. They are learning on their own. They will find information on their own. They will seek out sources of information. The, the truth will set them free. And what they will discover is that by getting oral inoculation, it will be safer, it'll be better, it'll be longer lasting. A year from now, here's my prediction. One year from this day, you will not, by the end, let me, let me characterize this. By December of 2022, which is 14 months away, 15, you will almost not see hardly any more intramuscular vaccines. The whole shift will have a whole focus on preventing COVID illness will have shifted to oh. mucosal protection, mucosal defense. That's and what's do, my prediction. Do you think that you'll have your vaccine somewhere in the world? To help you know, you? when we use the word my vaccine, uh -huh. that vaccine was patented by me, but I don't control it. I don't control a lot of things in life. The truth is ultimately every man's right. You have a right, Neil, to seek the truth, to find the truth. There's nothing that can stop you, Neil, that if your family member has COVID, from sharing a glass of water with them, from sharing a, a spoon with them. The government can't do that. Not even not, Nazi Germany couldn't stop you from sharing a spoon with a family member that was sick in your household. So how is, is Biden administration going to stop it? And once people understand the value and benefits of live virus oral inoculation, you're not going to be able to stop them. People are eventually going to learn. That information and that understanding is going to get out there. Okay. All right. Yeah. And look, you know, I'll close out my final statement. You know, when I started this with Neil, I was over a, about a year ago. I started doing these podcasts. Correct. I seemed radical. I seen some of the things I said to Neil were unbelievable to him. Did you found him pretty exactly when you first said swollen COVID? Yes. Reps. Yeah. And that sounded like the craziest thing you had ever heard. But then you began to understand that you know, my immune system is 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 much more complex. And really, the transfer of viruses into the GI tract has been going on for thousands of years. It's played an important protective role. 
throughout the history of mankind. And we don't hear about things unless they generate money. That It's not where the profit's at. You know, my prediction is, if you're looking at me, I'm never going to be a millionaire off any vaccine. That is my prediction. And guess what? Other people did become millionaires off intramuscular vaccines. Stock trading, stuff things. We didn't, I didn't do these shows expecting. Now, even recognition, what was the point of, I was the type of person and still am that I do things because that's what I believe is right. It's right in my own eyes. I don't need the praise of others. You know, Neil, it's nice to have praise of others and it's nice to have a million fans, but ultimately when we do the things in life that are important, what matters is that we believe the right thing to do and that God believes and that God wants us to do those things. You know, we don't need applause. We don't need the praise of men. I'm going to die. And some of the things I did in research involved risk. I knew they were risky. They were risky to me. I did those things because I thought they were the right thing for me to do, to learn, to understand. I'm not ashamed I did those things. I'm proud I did them. I, they, I didn't die. I believe my day to die is appointed, my time's appointed. And yet, I, more than any other person, even though I swallowed COVID eight times, I've never been mouth positive. I've been around half a dozen or more patients for as long as I can, sometimes hours that are in highly transmissible variants, I can't turn positive. And I never had side effects from a shot. That doesn't make me a genius. What that makes me is listen to the truth. Hold the truth in your own heart. Think. Test your ideas. And don't be afraid of failure. One day I will certainly die. And that day may not be far off. But before I die, I want to do as much as I can for the people I care about and for the issues and principles I believe in. Don't feel sorry for anyone who dies if they die in pursuit of a good cause. People die every day. There were 90,000 overdoses in the United States in 2020 alone. Many of those were young people, lost decades off their life, life expectancy. The tragedy of that is, is that we can't concentrate on fear. We have to concentrate on hope, on learning, and don't be a slave to your own fear, fear of death. Instead, take a deep breath, put your trust in God, and do the right thing. And eat, make every day count. Neil, I thank you for your time over this last year, and we'll continue to try to do these shows. You okay. know, it's, no, I, I mean, I don't know how many COVID-19 vaccine shows, but the only place we want to thank Anchor FM and also the Neil Haley Show for not censoring you as YouTube censored yes. you. And I recommend everyone boycott YouTube until YouTube is able to change the way they're handling things, especially when they don't do the research, especially when you we read that article 
And I'm not going to put it on my YouTube channel because, again, you know, I invest a lot into that. I'm going to just put COVID-19 vaccine show. And then people will just go tune in. But just go to Anchor. Go to Anchor. Go to the Neil Haley Show. Forget YouTube. Listen instead of watch. Yeah. I don't don't know whether you knew this, but I go to RT, which is Russia Today, which is a state-sponsored Russia website. I go to Chinese websites sponsored by the China. I go all over, okay? Right. One of the things that RT alleged was that YouTube is actually banning some of the information outlets in Germany. And that Russia really? is threatening to ban YouTube in Russia. Oh, wow. Okay. So one, that was interesting that we could yeah, talk about the, maybe tomorrow's show because you're going to yes. be a guest on yes. when Henderson's show tomorrow. Uh, yeah. freedom from addiction so let's bring that up and win show we appreciate it mark it's always great i'm out promoting the covid19 vaccine show on clubhouse read my clubhouse file make sure i follow me on clubhouse and check out dr mark hayden by just t- searching in anchor i mean in your spotify app or your or your apple podcasts covid19 vaccine show it's going to come up first number one in the world and we appreciate you mark for coming by Hey, do something today to make today special. All right. Make today something worth remembering throughout all eternity. All right. You take it easy. Sounds good. All right, guys. That was the COVID-19 vaccine show. Take care.